guys. Uh, being that with Hello everybody, welcome back to the Precision Unlimited Podcast. I'm your host Graham and today we have my co-host Mark and we are joined again by Anthony, mainly because the episode with him got more listens than we normally do, so we thought we'd bring him back on and try and weigh, uh, ride that sort of wave of success. Eight. Um, today, eight. <laughs> we got eight. Um, okay. uh, we also, um, so sorry, today's episode. Two of those were us. So it was, yeah. And Anthony probably listed twice, so it's four. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's, it's, he probably sent it to all his um, family and friends, actually. That's probably why we got more listens. There's four. No, um, <laughs> so today's episode, uh, uh, this episode, number 25, is about, big surprise, 22 shooting. So we had a, um, a Taranaki Long Range shooting, hosted a, I mean, that's us, obviously, hosted a, um, <clears throat> a practical field 22 match this weekend just gone. So we thought we'd talk over that. Uh, I was the match director, um, both Mark and Anthony were competitors and they had about as opposite as results as you could, um, so we've sort of got both ends of the uh, <laughs> the experience there and um, and then obviously how I deal with it as a match director and the things we go through and blah blah blah. But anyway, welcome along Mark and Anthony. How are you going? Thank Good. you. Yes. So, where do we start? So I guess the match anyway, it, um, uh, this is the first sort of proper um, 22 yeah. match I've hosted. So I'll, I'll, set, this, I'll set the scene. Yeah, um, give us the, uh, yep. Call, the yeah, spiel. Or, yeah, yeah, the spiel. Yep. That's the word I was looking for. The spiel, yeah. Sell it to you. No, so this this match, um, so it's, uh, GPRE, so Simon Gills, we were talking about him, good friend of ours, he, he hosts two excellent matches in Tokoroa. Um, at a sports shooting complex there, so on a square range. He should stay in um, Tokyo. That's my, my thing. Well, he lives in Taranaki. Oh, true. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's a bit hard. Um, well, that way. Anyhow, anyway. anyhow. We'll get to that later. Um, we'll get to that later. So, this, the, his match is on a. You sort of shooting off um, dead flat concrete, etc. It's lovely, though, because they're generally held in the wetter months and it can be raining and it's not a big deal. Um, so, the idea I had around this match is I've been thinking about it most of the year. Um, and just trying to squeeze it in with um, other matches and um, lockdowns and a hundred other things. But uh, was that it was a, a field match rather than a um, precision style, um, I hate the term, but PRS style match. So I wanted to blend practical field shooting with a few a few like precision style things. Um, so we used a sort of a, a gully that runs through the centre of um, the property here at the... Uh, Taranaki Long Range HQ, and yeah, so we had you know um, the props were farm style, bush style props, you know, big pile of sticks and a quad bike and an old gate. So they had a sort of precision element to them, but they were um, rural themed at least. And then in most of the other stages, we had um, uh, more unsupported positional shooting to go along with everything else, just to sort of spice it up and, and challenge the shooters. Um, and you were shooting through the yeah, um, downhill, across gullies, um, there's plenty of wind, you were shooting um, sort of targets that were um, through trees, so you had to make sure you picked your, your window through the, the trees correctly, and so that your, um, the, the max ordinate of your bullet, being its highest point, wouldn't clash with the trees, which some people got a bit confused about. Yeah, is, my, um, is, is it? my call is, it's between those two trees didn't help, because it was about 500 <laughs> out there the pine trees are... <laughs> but yeah so that that was the idea that it was a um uh 
leaning more to the practical side for the match, um, which definitely played into Simon's hands, who won it. Um, I don't say that too early. I'm going to build it up. <laughs> I've given it. I've given it away. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, so so um, I'll, I'll get a few thoughts from you, Mark, and then a few thoughts from Anthony. But um, so. How, how did you? We won't talk about how you did, Mark, because it's yet. How did you enjoy the event? Well, and don't just don't just blow smoke out my ass because we're friends. Um, Seventy will be good in golf, but it's probably not good in a twenty-two shirt as a score. That's, that's what I'll say there. Um, wasn't a winning score anyway. You could have tripled it, and I still would have lost. I think so. Yeah, you would have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, no, I thought. Um, I've not actually shot at your place or even looked at where you would have a shoot, so I'd sort of come and help set up a bit. Um, but it meant that you sort of had the way the gully was, you basically any short shots were steep, um, and then you're, you're sort of 60 to 70 to 80, and then over 100 was, you know, the 110s, 120 and 150, I think, was the furthest. So I felt, yeah, you sort of had no... Not much short straight opportunities for targets. That's about you know sort sort of thing. I mean, but other than that, I thought the course fire was excellent. The target sizes were really good. Um, probably the hundred and fifty ones were a bit big because um, you look at the scores and most people cleaned it pretty much once that first take got broken. So um, that was the hundred and fifty, wasn't it? That yeah. Yep. The, so we had yeah. first clearing that we had ten, yeah, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. So I, just over half the competitors cleared st- stage five. Yeah. 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 And then most were not far behind, apart from like a couple. Actually, did you do a right on that stage, Mark? Yeah, I cleared. No, you, oh, you did too. Look, I just haven't highlighted your number. <laughs> Good work. You didn't think it was worth it. <laughs> That was my last stage of the day. I sort of felt slightly yeah. better at that point, but not much. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I thought overall, yeah, the win was good because it was quite challenging. It switched around a fair bit, and uh, it normally increased on some people and died on others, so it sort of made it amongst the squad quite interesting. Um, but even then, you could look down and the trees lower down and the the valley weren't moving a lot either so it was sometimes the wind wasn't it felt like it was strong but there was not much out out there sort of thing so given the sheltered nature of where it was it's just my take on it but um a lot of people weren't holding a lot for wind really i think on some of those ones even when it felt quite gusty because we're up on the ridge further so yeah uh no other than that um I thought it was a good range of props and everything. That was good. Um, I think people were getting ticked off with the standing unsupported. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not again. Yeah. But I thought that was good. It was only in four stages. Only half the stages had yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? Which is more than any again. other event ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you I'm, get to stage eight and it's all standing unsupported. All I'd say there was... Um, to actually have a large target standing unsupported at a longer range would be good. Oh, like a like a hundred meter one. Yeah. Cause, yeah, could do. Could do. You know, most of my twenty two mm. shootings just 
Hail Mary shots at 100 metres. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Of, that's true. Of stuff that's running away and I never hit it because I just dumped the mag and it's all over. <laughs> anyway, I'm getting ahead we'll of get, myself. We'll get, we'll get ahead of so, so, Anthony. Righto. You are new yes. to the new ish to the twenty two side of um, competition, so you've shot Tokoroa before. Um, how did you find the format, the course of fire? Um, I know you weren't a fan of the standing; only like two people were, uh, which was the Gillises. Um, but yeah, anyway, you know how, how how did you? How was your day? I mean, we'll talk about scores and stuff later, but you know the event itself. Um, did you enjoy yourself? Would be the. Yeah, but I, I thought the day was really good. The the format of the of the competition was good. Um, a lot of sort of thinking involved, I suppose. You know, targets that were partially obscured if you weren't shooting from the right position. Um, you know, having to sneak your bullet through gaps and trees and stuff like that just added a, another dimension to to the whole shoot. Um, mm-hmm. It was yeah, good mix of everything. Steep angle close stuff longish stuff unsupported enough supported stuff to keep me happy it's no secret that i'm not a fan and don't practice the <laughs> the unsupported much but that's that's fine we'll probably have to work on that more in the future the um no, no i i really liked it I, I i probably i would have just loved more rounds you know a few more stages but i know you wouldn't have been able to fit it in um but yeah, just enough wind to keep it interesting and sort of even the playing field for everyone, really. So it was good. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, it was. So, so Mark mentioned that the long range stage being stage being a bit easy, and I did toy with the idea of smaller targets. So, but because I ran one class rather than a hunter and a an open or whatever. Um, I sort of wanted to make a class, a, a stage that was enjoyable for most, if that makes sense. Just go um, big, small. Yeah, that's, that's. I have actually thought about that as a way of doing it. You risk and reward thing, on. so yeah, yeah, you can keep smacking. But yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's good. Like you look at the scores from. Well, I'm it's staring right at me, but from that stage, and nearly everybody, bar one shooter, did pretty good on it so they end up coming with a few points and feeling a bit better and it was the only i think it was the only no it wasn't the only 100 percent prone stage the next stage was 100 percent prone but a little bit harder um but yeah i've actually thought about that that long range long range i'm doing that in air quotes it was only 150 meters but i've been thinking about it a bit and um we had a target go down target the the first target of the stage the um yeah went down first shooter so they ended up only being two targets but I'd rather it break at the start of the day and it, um, it makes my life easier for fixing points later but um thanks Scotty but yeah, thanks Scotty no it was actually so because it was the target's a rabbit silhouette and what had happened is it twisted and the, the strap went between the ears of the target so there's no way it was turning back um, so I've got to, I've got to fix for it it's easy to fix but um unfortunately I didn't see that flaw in the target design until the day um but yeah, so what did you... Okay, so Mark, what did you think of stage eight? So stage eight, for those who weren't at the event, was we had a target at 10 metres, 19 metres, and 39 metres, and they were um, a, a very small chicken, about uh, ooh, maybe shivers 35, 40 mil long, like width, and maybe an inch high, 
and then we had a tab like a 35 mil tab at the um the second position uh 19 meters and we had a very small pig that was maybe oh you're lucky if it was 50 mil tall and maybe maybe 75 mil wide not even that so and that was all shot unsupported off hand uh only a, a aid you could use was a sling um a lot of people struggled with it so so what did you think of that one mark being that it was quite different from everything else we did enlighten me did i even hit it yeah you did you got um 12 points oh yeah right so I out of 27 <laughs> yeah no it was fine uh i miss misunderestimated the arrowhead or chicken because it looks like an arrowhead from that steep angle um <laughs> and i didn't get my height over ball correct you know the yep. difference so i should have been further and i wasn't and i because it was only 10 meters away so i stuffed that up straight away i got it eventually so you, sh- you should have been aiming about 70 millimeters above intended impact basically well above yep. the um yep. you know almost half probably the, the size of the chicken above it sort of thing so 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 for those again mark's running a chris dmk which is an yep. ar style 22 and it's two and a half um, inches um, yeah. over bore scope height yeah 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 so yeah you end up with 12 points did you hit the little pig yeah yeah so oh no I, didn't, I don't think i got that far yeah due, due to my <laughs> finger having parkinson's oh did you uh mag dump on that <laughs> stage as well oh yeah so M- mark has now been nicknamed not by me but by the uh wider shooting community mag dump mark <laughs> Due to his inability to um, use self-control. So we'll segue into my list of excuses, shall we now, Graham? Let's start with them. Let's start with them. Um, So, yeah, everything was going great in practice. That's that's my typical uh, what happens. And if anyone remembers Anton Oliver, who played hooker for the All Blacks, he used to say that if he practiced too much throwing, it made him worse. And I used to think that was rubbish. But now I'm claiming that. So anyway, uh, as my excuse that I practiced too much. No, I I should have re-cleaned the gun, and I didn't. I thought it was because sort of give it a good clean, then do a bit of practice. And I I don't want it to be um what is it completely yeah clean clean from from a, it needs to have had a few shots through it before yeah. the competition. Um, and I probably had too many, and it. Uh, so I had three malfunctions on the day by the by but anyway it, and I had none all week when I was practicing so it's a bit of a lesson anyway uh, and then I had a bad first stage and normally if I have a bad first stage I don't recover that well you know whatever I just start going yeah, whatever and not caring so uh, and that was the learn your limits I think I started on yeah yep and as far as I know I had a malfunction going to shoot the long target to bank it <laughs> got zero so um on that stage yes, you did get a zero you did yeah. get a zero yep so I started off with a zero so that, that, that oh that's a good start to the day isn't it so that um shot me out so then then add to that so I was using a Chris semi-auto um and I my ability to stop pulling the trigger was ter- terrible, so I was mm-hmm. basically yes. 
um, unloading. Hence why I said that stage times could be shorter because I was finishing with about uh, a minute and a half left <laughs> out of two minutes, so which is not good. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> and other shooters could hear this tat 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 down the range, and they're going, "What the hell's going on?" Anyway, yeah. So that was uh, that was me. Um, I was disappointed there was no unlimited round count stages, Graham, because I would have got more mag dumps in. So. <laughs> Even more misses. Yeah. Okay, I'll put one in next time. Thank okay. you. That'll be good. So, I heard your first mag dump on stage your uh, stage seven or six or whatever it is. Um, I instantly knew it was you. I just, I was right down there. <laughs> I was just like, that's of course that's Mark. Um, right. Other reasons. Uh, I gave up drinking ten weeks ago, so I'll blame that. Um, a lifetime of heavy drinking clears the mind of bad ideas, and now they've all come back. So that's, that's another good excuse. Uh, yeah. I was using um, supersonic ammo that had a, um extreme spread of 100 feet per second. <laughs> so that's probably not going to be that accurate. I would, I would hazard a guess. Would you concur? <laughs> Yeah, I would. I'm not sure why you went with the fast demo. Personally, it was an experiment. Uh, you've got to experiment, Graham. <laughs> yeah, well, well, at least you've got some solid data now. Yeah, I have. I have solid data. Uh, to be fair, it's going all right in training, but I think on small, tar- yeah, very small targets at medium range, I think this this is not good enough. It seems right yeah. long range, truly. Um, yeah, but I, you know, I I worked that out. I don't know why I needed to find the answer, but I did. Uh, what else? Anyway, despite that, I've ordered another semi-auto, so I'm I'm doubling down on my. Uh, Was it my the Valkortson? No. Was it the not the CZ? No, no. It's oh, a, oh, it's, or mystery. It's a ten twenty two. Oh, okay, cool. Yep. Oh, the one you sent me a picture of? Yep. Isn't that a Val Quartz in 1022? No. Okay, anyway. Um, so, <laughs> Anthony, you were rather more successful than Mark on the day. Um, you ended up coming in second place. Um, a distant second, um, albeit. Um, that, I don't say that as an insult. Um, what was your... Oh, shit, I'm knocking things around. What was your favourite stage, dude? Uh, the Learn Your Limits wreck. Ah, that makes sense. I, was, I think I was the only one on the day to clear it. You were, yep. You were, yep. And it needed a minimum of 11 shots to clear it, and I used 11 shots to clear it. So I was, that was my second stage of the day, and I was quite happy for that. Um, then my confidence was abruptly swept away when we came to the first unsupported stage. So... There we go. Gets that's what that's what you get for feeling confident. Yeah. So that that's um, impressive though. Not, not not dropping a shot in that um, that rack. That that smallest target. So is it fifty four meters? Is it's five millimeters wide? That's the width of your bullet. Um, that's pretty impressive. So how many yeah, shots voodoo, were there? On voodoo, was, voodoo was on point. How many shots were there on the stage then? Uh, I gave you fifteen. Oh, okay. No, I'm saying so. So you, so, 11, you 50, so you were left with three 11. to hit the long target. Yeah, yeah, four. Yep. 
four, yeah. four, four. Yeah. Five, five to hit it, yeah. So you, what you did for those, again, those who weren't there, so it was a, uh, a reasonably steep downhill shot from prone, uh, 54 metres, it's a rack, starts at about 50 millimetres, pretty standard and works its way down to 5 millimetres over 10 separate targets. And the aim is to, when you hit, you can move on. Now, if you missed, you didn't have to start again. This was a, a learn your limits. Uh, and then to bank your points, this is what made it sort of different from how we normally do it. You get as far as you wanted to get and then um, up on a, a quite a different angle. So you had to sort of come up and twist or change position or get sit, sitting, whatever. There was a 10-inch um, plate at 130-odd metres. Um, not it was a pretty, it's a pretty the biggest target of the day by far, and then you were to ring that gong, so shoot that gong, change your dope, shoot it, to bank the points you'd accumulated on the learn your limits rack, and so the big gong didn't give you any points. All it did was uh, secured the previous points. So if you ran out of time, uh, or had a malfunction, or ran out of ammo like Mark did, or whatever happened there, uh, you would run out of um, you'd get no points. So the, the idea was that you'd you'd plan the stage, get as many points as you felt comfortable doing, and then hopefully have enough rounds left to hit the longer range target. Um, yeah, does that, that make sense, guys? Yeah, I like that better than the reverse, yep. the qualifier one. I prefer that, what you've gone done there, to, to the other way around. So, What's the other way around? Well, often you have like a qualifying target you've got to hit before you get onto the thing. Okay, yep. But yeah. I'm not sure, but anyway, um, but to, for Anthony to hit that, clear that rack first pop uh, is pretty good. Like he he sort of mentioned earlier, the, his, his, his rifle um, is pretty well dialed in. So you, your gun needs to be really to shoot something that wide at, at that distance. Um, you're sort of on the limits of of 22 accuracy in a lot of cases. So especially with a little bit of wind. So that's um, a very impressive shooting. How and far again, was it? The only 54 meters. Ouch. Now, I have cleared that at 100, but it took me about 20 shots all up, I think, to do the whole rack. Two days, yeah. 5,000 No, minutes. no, I did it. I did it, but it would never be viable in a competition, and it was dead calm. But so, kudos there, Anthony. You um, were the only one by far. Only Simon come well, in close on none 20. Of it, none of it matters, though, does it? Because you're only as good as your worst stage, probably, and my worst stage was uh, pretty average, so... That's yeah. what we've got to work on. <laughs> actually, I lied. There's actually a couple guys who got to the ninth. So, Rhino, or Rhino, as he kept reminding us, uh, and Carl Harris, they got one hit behind you. Um, so, good shooting for them. But as you said, yeah, the, the this is where it um, come unstuck for a lot of guys is we had these um, stages that involved, like as we mentioned earlier, stage eight, which was all offhand, but rather short range. But then several other stages had a... Um, uh, at least some unsupported positional shooting just to uh, well the idea was to test the shooters um, skill sets and um, at least give them something to work on they always go away every shooter comes away well apart from the Gillis is going man I really need to work on my unsupported positional um, so so are you going to be practicing more of that Anthony? No. Oh yeah I suppose <laughs> we 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 knew we knew it was the weakest. I you know I knew it was my weakest point going in, and I had opportunity to practice it. And to be fair, I I really didn't. 
Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, we've got to going forward. It's going to be part of competitions. Got to, got to practice it more because otherwise no other way to catch up to Simon when it comes to that type of thing because he's the master at it. So we've got to be there as well. So the stage you're talking about is the one that we were talking about earlier on, which is the, the 10 metre... 30, 40 or whatever it was. Is that right, Graham? Yeah, and there's also yeah, there was also stage two. Oh yeah. Was a standing sitting on a kneeling one. But yeah, um and then stage four you had um although stage okay, so stage four was the only stage where I didn't ride out tripods from being used in a positional um way. So that that if you were smart and read the rules, you could use your tripod for stage four for the un, um, the sitting or kneeling uh, target, which Anthony did, did quite well. So did Ian, so did um, Michael Wilkie. Is that where you moved um, to the... And, yeah, that's the way, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so f- from P- P1, you could use use the tripod. Um, and that was the only situation where I allowed it, to be honest, for, for that reason. That, that stage was my second favorite stage i think followed by the log pile or stick pile after that was my third favorite um but yeah i like i like that one with the tripod yeah you did quite well on it you cleared it so that oh i remember watching you on that you you had a shot left and you come back and shot the close target from standing um and cleared it with your last shot didn't you that was that was quite good so yes yeah again you shot you shot a target it was like 70 odd meters uh 75 mil square from a sitting position again if the competitor wished they could use a tripod um you then transition to position two which was sort of um downhill and to your right you shot a 20 or 30 meter target from standing unsupported uh three hits and then you went prone and engaged a target at like i'm i don't know 100 something meters and the same thing for three hits. Um, so it was a bit of up and down and movement, and yeah, it was, it was actually quite a neat stage. Three minute stage, so I was timing people, um, and like uh, Michael, yeah, basically took him seconds out the tripod, but then because he got such a steady base, that the shots were only like about ten seconds to get the you know three shots. And then he's moving, so yeah, and he, he used up 50, even with all that stuff with the tripod. And then you've still got two minutes left for the last two parts. So it was a far better strategy to do that than, you know, not put it that way. So Yeah, especially if you are not as confident in your um, kneeling or, 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 or sitting shots, it's definitely a... Um, I mean, if you've got the tool there, use it, but... Again, is it worth the time it takes to deploy? But that's the thing. So I, we I, ran... I, I really, really shoot kneeling, sitting, or standing. So that's that's something. Yeah. Anyway, you shoot quite. You shoot quad bike quite a lot, don't you? Even not a or Honda. Not a Honda. If it was a Suzuki, I would have done a lot better. Okay, so I'm just looking at your score. So stage one for for people that was a. Uh, I borrowed my neighbor's quad bike um, because for some weird reason we don't have one up here at the farm. And you shot off uh, four positions off it. There was a target at 75 metres, which was quite small, actually. It was a 50 mil square. And then at 100-ish, 90-ish, there was a 75 mil square. And the idea was you shot um, short and far. Well, again, either, I don't care what order, but both targets from each position. Um, you came out with a solid zero on that stage, Mark. Yep, yep. 
yeah. compared to um, Anthony got 21 points out of 28. So it was close. What happened there? That should be... <laughs> you should be all over that. Yeah, no, I mag-dumped and um, that was it. <laughs> okay, okay, enough said. <laughs> yeah, so I actually, I, I test shot this stage. Well, I test shot, I test shot all of them and I did not do well, I'm not going to lie. I, I would have been sort of probably not as bad as your score, Mark, but up up there. Um, so, okay, Anthony, did, you, was... did, did you transition from short to long or did you just did you shoot four positions and then change the range and come back no i, I just i just went short long i just dialed for the short one yeah and then it was just a mill hold over the second one so every position okay just short yeah if we got a hit moved to the long one you know hit that moved on i think yeah i think i got six out of the eight didn't make it to the last position no well, that's a sound um, thing to do is basically you've got one you dialed and then you're just holding over for the far one so, so there's no more adjustment to do so there's no time lost yeah that's good mm. yeah that was a good because you still scored compared to higher than most people uh, you scored higher than everybody <laughs> or wilkie maybe that's why it was second no well no wilkie got you by a point but other than that most it was actually a difficult stage looking at the scores yeah um, time got a lot of very people. difficult time, stage. Time and, and so from many movements, yeah. And people people would have been redialing for each um, for each target. So yeah. So I mean, yeah, I and then from, uh, uh, f- sorry, uh, sorry, a few a few people in our squad that I was watching were dialing between each target, yeah. and a few of them timed out. And when I looked at the numbers, I was like, well, it's just a mill. You know, we dial point eight, and then the next one was. 1.8 so we just dial for that and hold a mill um but i i just had misses i ran out of shots so i had some misses on that little one um and i just ran out of shots before i could even get to the last position so that's what happened there but to, i think if i didn't have the misses time probably wouldn't have been an issue because i wasn't redialing between every um yeah. every target yeah, that's just sort of how we approached it. I just, I just couldn't hit that little one every every shot. You know, with the, with the wind and not that steady off the quad. So yeah, mm. no, no excuses. Quad, just not good enough. But the the quad was, to be honest, less stable than I imagined it would be as a prop. It was a Honda? Um, that's why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we all can't afford. Um, what do you have? Yamaha? No, well, they're dearer. So anyway, does. That's a def- dead argument, bro. Come on. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a big time farmer guy like you. But um, you're a motorbike uh, enthusiast. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, I just sort of ride my wife's wife's coattail when it comes to farming. But anyway, um, <laughs> so then the um, I will notice Anthony looking at your scores. So you you would have moved on to stage two. Um, that's your worst score of the day. So stage two was a uh, three targets, one at. I think it was 50, one at 75 odd and one at 100 or something. Around about there. And the idea was, um, uh, I think it was two or three shots at the, the shorter target from standing, two or three shots um, kneeling or sitting unsupported at the second target and then prone the third. Um, did you get five points? So did you just hit the long target, Anthony? Or? Um, yep. Pretty much. So this is yep. my one excuse for the day. I missed both the standing <laughs> ones as I sort of ex- expected to expected to miss. 
moved on to the kneeling, which I was more confident on. I fired one shot and then for some reason had a bit of a gear malfunction. I ended up trying to chamber and having to eject um, three or four rounds due to a small obstruction of slither of lead sticking out of the chamber. Uh, by the time I'd actually had a look and figured that out, I sort of panicked, moved on to the prone, shot both of them, came back to the kneeling, had to try and reload my mag, and just ran out of time before I could get any more shots away. So yep. it was, um, yeah, could have done better on the standing, but at 50 metres for, for me with my pretty average skill set with that type of shooting I didn't expect to hit them I was like I'll just fire at them twice and move on to the kneeling which I was more confident <laughs> with but yeah um yeah, so, it turn, so, turns out uh yeah didn't do too well but never mind so gear wise how did you go for all the rest of the day did you have many issues at all no nope, that was it just that, that one, just one. Was just, okay, that's good. I just I don't I don't know how it happened there was just a small slither of lead off sticking out of the chamber and those yeah. tight little match chambers yeah. just wasn't letting anything else you know yeah, wasn't, yeah. everything else was getting halfway in and that was it so if there was once we'd fixed it that was it for the day so it was good yeah it's a shame i don't allow you to do it they're doing the south island where you just stop your time <laughs> yep <laughs> um no well, i hate it. sorry south I, hate island to, I hate i hate malfunctions so you know to get any during the day to be fair, if we could, if we could have stopped to fix it, it wouldn't have helped my shooting on that stage. To be fair, anyway, I'm just clutching at straws. So. <laughs> that was a that was a hard stage. That was a, an old fashioned um, sort of thing. So, um, like, what they call it, action M, I could be way off at something like that. Um, you did pretty good on that stage, Mark. You ended up coming out with 14 out of 21 points. Um, so not too bad. Um, you, you at least had some trigger control by the looks. Or unless you just had accurate mag dumps, I don't know. No, I don't think I mag dumped there. Yeah, maybe that's the key: is don't mag dump. Yeah, it's probably my. Lesson. How many rounds did you fire for the day, Mark? Because it was a hundred rounds, and I'm pretty sure I heard at least two hundred coming out of your rifle. <laughs> uh, oh, there's accusations of cheating. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna. Um, bother following it up though because yours doesn't warrant changing your score at all well because i didn't want to keep count of how many rounds were in the mag um at the end i just empty it so so if i a lot of the stages were 12 rounds right so i'd shoot 10 yes put another mag in shoot two <laughs> still be missing so i just empty it for my last eight and because they were <laughs> And because we were marking the number of rounds, it wasn't a problem. So it's not like I was trying yep. to do a... Uh, no, no, that was uh, only 12 rounds out of my 20 that I shot. Yeah, so, it was, so, it was so, just the echo. You just heard the echo. So all I was doing was to save myself <laughs> emptying the magazine by hand, I was doing it using the rifle. So um, so I could always know I had 10 rounds. That's fair. That's, that that's, uh... makes no sense at all. But, yeah, Anthony, you are right. I... Probably did. I turned up with fifteen hundred rounds, so that's the, <laughs> that's uh, how prepared. Fifteen hundred. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking there'd be plenty of unlimited round count stages, so I'd you know, and I had four magazines, so I'd get forty rounds off. But alas, there was none. I was sold a lie. Okay, I tell I tell you what, Mark. I'm going to host that event again before the police ban us from doing anything fun yeah 
um, which is a whole other topic. But um, I'm going to let you design a stage. Excellent. Within reason. Within, within reason. Because reason, it's like a professional event and safe and like just not designed by a maniac. Okay. But I'm going to let you design a stage. Pile of possums is out then. That's cool. Pile, no, pile of possums. The, okay. the fur's worth too much. Um, Build a position. So watch this. Watch this space. Um, Mark Andrews is going to, we're going to give him the reins on a stage. I was supposed we, to well, name them as well, but anyway. I ran out can of time. You give us so a heads, st- can you give us a heads up when you're doing that so that if we need to come prepared with five or six ten round mags for that stage, we can? Or yeah. is that going to be your strategy? I'll, I'll let you know. You can share magazines with other people. <laughs> Good. <laughs> That's the problem with the voodoo, mate. It's uh, you're not as easy to get mags, eh? No, but anyway, so that'll happen. Mark was meant to name the stages. I sort of got it a bit snowed under trying to get everything done. Because b- believe it or not, when it comes to how I find it anyway, um, setting up. So, okay, so f- for those of you who know what we do, Simon from GPRE has huge involvement in our events. With this event, I tried to leave him alone and not annoy him too much because um, he's too nice and he'll he'll help me and he ends up taking on too much and he can't just concentrate on shooting. So... You I, need I to borrowed do some that, templating then. from him. You need to load him up and distract him. Well, look how good he shot when he wasn't worrying about exactly. the match. You know yes. what I mean? Um, yes. you know, no doubt he was still paying attention. But but so I, I did borrow templates off him and I got him to review a couple of things. And he did um, have a look at my stage design because he is the sort of the, the master at this stuff. But um, so I, 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 what I found, setting the stages, coming up with um, that stuff, that's not that hard. We've, we've done it quite a lot. Um, Simon again had a few tweaks, um, which improved things drastically. But most of the work's in the admin. It's it's setting up um, stage cards, scoring, trying to roughly figure out scoring. So each stage has a similar number of points. So uh, you don't get one stage that gets you fifty points, and the next one only gives you twenty, sort of thing. So that's a lot of the work on my side. Is um, is admin is. Um, Food, although we don't need limited food this time. Uh, obviously, entries, all that shit um, is actually far more work than setting up the event itself. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how I got onto that thread of no, learning no. about setting the match. <clears throat> That's but, another thing that threw um, me, was being a squad... Um, what do you call RO. it? RO, yes. Mm. I didn't know I was going to be one, and that, and that that ruined my day. Is that is that why you didn't shoot well? No, but I'd be lying if I said it did, because actually, to be fair, that improves the way I go throughout the day. So, because I, I get everyone together and we talk through the stage and argue about the rules and what we think's in or out at the start. So it actually makes me focus. So no, I don't. No, I'm truly, I don't. That means then yeah. we're fully aware of what's the stage is like, and so I actually do enjoy that part of it being up squad RO because it actually helps me anyway. So it actually so we. We run a thing called Trusted Competitors or Squad Arrows or such, and, and we get offers from guys from the Pistol Club, and uh, they go, oh, I've, I've got an RO trained, uh, which is their own system, but we can't just take guys from a completely different discipline and throw them in as an RO and give them that responsibility because they're not exactly... Um, no. They don't know what's expected, so like you, Scotty, Leon, all you, the, the main crew you know how we intend for stages to be what's expected muzzle discipline wise i mean that's pretty simple but so yeah we we have our squad ro's i'm doing that in air quotes obviously this isn't a, a video but um who, who run the squads now 
there is an unfortunate side to that is it gives them a little bit more to think about rather than just competing um but they shoot all the events for jesus they shoot all the events for free so they get that i mean obviously mark's going to shoot the events for free because he hosts most of them but um yeah so there's there's pluses and minuses to it for them um no, what, what I'm saying is now that I've done it a couple of times, I, I find it a uh, help, not a hindrance. So, yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie, Mark. Since you've been doing it, your results have gone downhill. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. Yeah. But that's mainly because you put me in a squad with people that will kick my ass. So, we so, had Wes, yes. we had Michael Wilkie, we even uh, Brian Owens, um, and even the guy Making from... Making sports, Dave. Dave from Making <laughs> Sports was kicking my ass, so... I had no one in my squad that I could go. So I ended up being the you know, person that people could feel better about for themselves because no matter how bad they were doing, they were just better than me. That is correct. Um, <laughs> that is correct. Good squad, though. Love, lovely people. Good guys, yeah. Wes, Wes is a um, pretty awesome shooter, like you say, so is Will. Yeah. Um, Dave Hartley is a... He's, from, he's our local uh, shop guy Magnum Sports he's an excellent positional shooter I'd say um, a little bit just had a guess that his setup may have limited him slightly what do you say Mark? yeah he had he had your hunter class setup a rudimentary I wouldn't you know but he was shooting pretty damn well for for what he had so yeah yeah so just like some of those targets at around 100 plus for a, a basic hunting 22 can be a challenge without having a big dialing scope because as like we talked about um your chris has got a i can't remember what scope you put on that it's a sig you know dialable Tango SIG. Four. yeah yeah um anthony's got a um an atac r i believe on his um voodoo is it atac r yep 525 atac yep so like a hectic big scope um your same thing i run a um what well, series of big scopes on different 22s so yeah, but this may be pointing back to that I should have had a separate class for the basic sort of setups, so it's possibly a, a mistake on my end there. I was doing um, some reading on that, Graham, so, and that is pretty much all I'd probably suggest doing is have a base class because that, that, that becomes your, yeah. your hunter class type thing. Um, you don't have to, I mean, yeah. Because otherwise it becomes, yeah, an arms race to a degree. I mean, not everyone's going to slap, well, you, slap a dialing scope on their 22 that they shoot rabbits with, are they, really? I mean, you know, often what you see is your 2 to 7s, 3 to 9s, that sort of thing. Um, but you sort of got to put a scope that can dial on, I know that, but, um, yeah, it's just, if you want other people to get into it, you got to have some sort of um, whether it's with a sub thing within the, you know, scoring. I don't know. Yeah, no, you're you're right. I, I should have run a um, a hunter style class or a something. So I am going to run another one of these, like I said. So you don't have to change the course tend... of fire or anything. All you have to do is have them winning a different class, basically. So I c- I could put a couple extra targets out that are slightly bigger no but then you got, like then you got nothing to worry about with the writing the rules the stage descriptions all the same so oh so they just score as a different yeah um, that's, what, that's what I'm saying it's just they're in a class that's you know different yeah no that's that's fair um, albeit it's, it's 
it, it is nice just running one course of fire from my side of things. Exactly. Uh, a lot yeah, less yeah. Work. The targets um, went a long way away. I mean, it was as far as hunter class as at Tokoro. Uh, a little bit further, fifty meters further. But yeah, it's um, but only a couple targets. So yeah, um, yeah, true, true. Well, it's, again, for you two guys, I mean, oh, your Chris could nearly run the hunter class. I guess you still would have come last. But um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, no, I'm trying to get this class in so I can get people along who've got, you know, a Nico Sterling th- with a three power scope on it or something. I think I think if I do add in a a hunter style limited class, I will be reasonably strict on the rifles that can shoot with it. Or just the competitors. Um, well, yeah. Again, I know who can like. To be honest, we had from the North Island. We had a lot of the top um, precision rifle shooters in attendance. Um, there was, I mean, obviously Simon was cl- clear in front, but there was a lot of guys who could have won it. Uh, some guys had a bad day. Some guys had issues, and but um, you know, sort of there's there's sort of twelve people who I expected if they had a good day could win potentially so um, yeah, there were seven people within about 10 points of second yeah so I'll, i'm actually going to try forward you the results mark i'm just struggling with it yeah trying to convert things but um yeah exactly so it's i i think you're right though i think there needs to be a um another class for those basic hunting guns because a lot of guys they just want to shoot but they've just got their rabbit hunting gun so um so we'll, I will, I'll do that. I'll, I'll come up with some way around that and, um, for the next one. All right. Answer my question of the day. Then will I ever win with the semi-auto? You will not. <laughs> I say you. Can anyone? Yes, anyone can. So me and Anthony should swap guns. Good idea. Good work. Okay, thanks. <laughs> you agree to it's that, Anthony? Anthony? No. Oh, fair enough. Oh, I'd, I'd give it a go. I think he means to keep. Oh no, no! I was just saying for. Oh no, no, not 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 to keep. No. <laughs> between it's a, it's sorry, a, Mark. It's just <laughs> no, just in between stages, just alternate. Okay, no, probably but, wouldn't it wouldn't have changed it. I don't think. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Just, uh, just what is the mag dumps would have been slightly slower on your part with the bolt action. That's all that would have happened. That's probably. true. That's true. No, no, I agree. Uh, it's back to the drawing board. Well, and just get rid of that supersonic ammo. I think so. You've got a Ruger Precision Rimfire, one yep. of the ones that kind of actually shoots pretty good, with a nice Delta um, javelin on it. It's a nice setup. I'd be, um, I'd be running that personally. Mm. Um, now, although I mean, you shot your Chris okay at the last Tokoro round, your, your semi-automatic. But again, you had a one stage where you just let rip with a uh, mag dump and that sort of. There were uh, signs of the problem emerging there. Yes. Yeah. It's exactly. only gotten so, worse. That's right. I shall. <laughs> I shall not give up, Graham. I'll, I'll fix the problem, and then switch to a bolt action later on. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's. it's uh, yeah, I, I think you just need to go to the bolt gun, and that, that sort of two seconds or a second to reload gives you enough time to pause and hopefully watch. You know, having watched your previous shot, um, make a correction based on that, and, and potentially hit the target. I guess. Now, now that I've swapped that Delta Javelin, what's four and a half to thirty, onto that mm. twenty-two, it's it's very nice to shoot. I do like it. So, 
Yes, nice scope. It, um, I'd say your results will improve drastically with that gun. I shall go away and do some experimentation and come back and report. Okay, that's good. You report to us in the next podcast. How are you getting on? <laughs> but yeah, um, so what was I going to say? I'm just pulling up everything I've got on my screen here. Um, so Anthony, how happy else? were you with uh, your the, what what you've got set up now? Because you haven't been using it for long, so no, it's good. It's um, yeah, definitely not what you'd call user friendly for the unsupported stuff but we did manage to lighten up lighten it up quite a bit for the event yeah um it's set up sort of more specifically for the events that have got slightly longer stuff um but yeah i mean you can't you can't have everything yet do you You just got to make the make the best of what you've got and yeah try and run with it but set up as a whole yeah real pleased if you were down I'm not sure. 22 matches down south, do they generally have a, a lot more range, more prone? Yes, no? Or yep, so we're down there yeah. this we're down there this weekend for Boundary Creek Centrefire match oh, on yeah, the Saturday, right. yep. and then the Section 22 um, event on the Sunday at Sparrowhawk. Nice. And the furthest target there for 22 is 370 metres, I believe. Yep. Um, and there's a lot more around that 150 mark and a few, yeah, I think there's three or four over 200. Um, those ones are prone. There's probably definitely a lot less unsupported (laughs) shooting. Um, and yeah, more suits sort of the setup that we've got. Um, yeah, so I like, yeah, it's quite. You definitely couldn't go with a hunter tile, hunter um, style twenty two to an event like that and shoot the open class because you'd just have no idea. So that's yeah, we're sort of tried to find that middle ground where it's suitable for for both sort of aspects. Yeah, you know, the shoot like what what you've just had. Yeah. Um, versus what we get down there and sort of everything in between. But yeah, I'm I'm happy we've yeah, we managed to lighten it up a bit. Um I don't think I'll change much on it really. I like having the big high power scope. Um Yeah, but you you basically yeah, so, no, it's good. you're better off to set it up for basically the yeah, yeah. If you over two hundred and three hundred then you your setup you've got is gonna be still better at short range anyway than trying to set it up to be light or whatever for shoots that are got shorter ranges and that sort of thing so you know you basically I mean, you could get away with it you could get away with having it a lot lighter and still do the the longer range stuff fine because it's only a 22 you yeah 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 no, agree yeah it's it, it's um yeah more like, like we've we've got 50 moa in the base of the of the scope just so we can able able to dial out to 400 and stuff like that so it's mainly just getting that side of it sort of tweaked yeah um so we don't have to try and hold and no, that's what I did with my bolt. Ac- the bolt action, I've just changed the scope on. It's got it's a, a thirty moa rail and a, a twenty moa um, uni mount, so it's got fifty. Yeah, so it's basically bottom the scope out, so I can dial up to five hundred. So yeah, um, yep. which is what I wanted. So you, you know, you're not using holdover. So it's exactly right what you're saying. Yeah, which is what I was trying to say in my roundabout way is that you might as well set it up for the hardest sort of stuff you've got to do. Um, yeah, from the get go, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, you're saying you've got two, you're two and a half inches above the bore with your scope. I think mine's sitting at just under three inches above the bore. So come that, yeah, that ten meter target or sort <laughs> of thing. How much do I need to hold here? And I think, and the app was saying I need to hold hold over two point six mils at ten meters. I think surely that's not right, but. Um, I sort of did, and I got the odd odd hit. So, (laughs) no, not a good possum gun. You wouldn't be able to see the possum's head when you're aiming to hit a aim above it. No, um, yeah. I mean, present its chat, but once again, that's part of it. You know, you got to turn up. You got to turn up, run what you've got, and make make the best of it. And yeah, yeah, we sort of tried tried to, but is that higher than you'd like, or is this just the weight? I mean, no, I suppose. Three's not uncommon now, isn't it, I suppose? No, nah, I mean, we've got plenty of adjustment in the stock, so we can make it comfortable. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, end of the day, we just wanted the ability to dial out quite a long way with the, with yeah. the 22. Yeah, so, yeah. so do you um, think you'll you keep, sort of keep that in... stock long-term or change? Um, I've got a, I've got a couple of stocks that can go on it um we've got a carbon stock we've got that bravo that was on it yeah for the weekend we've got a whiskey three chassis um sitting there as well which graham's seen it in the whiskey three before and that i mean that thing was proper heavy you know it's probably like seven seven and a half kilos and just wouldn't have been practical at (laughs) all for 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 that event on the weekend i wouldn't i would have been able to hold it up freehand probably one (laughs) shot before i would have had to sit sit down for a rest have a break um, so uh, no doubt there will be situations that we run it in the whiskey three. Um, probably most of the time it'll stay in the Bravo that it is. It's quite a good setup. Yeah. Um, and if I do for some reason want to go out and just shoot rabbits or possums around home, I can just chuck it in the carbon stock and right. swap the scope out to something a bit smaller and and you know just use it like that. Right. What are my next questions in ammo? So, um, have you found your ideal one yet or you're still yeah, I think you're using RWS ammo this week yeah we're using RWS special match yeah. um, we've tested quite a few okay, you have, yeah. to see what was yeah, the best option and I say the best option for what we can get currently because the options for a lot of the better 22 ammo is very very limited yeah it's so hard to get hold of isn't get it, it it is very hard. So as we can get it, we will keep testing. But at, I don't know at what point it becomes, you know, to, how do I say it, for the price difference, how good do you actually need it? Um, like the current setup shoots pretty much sub-MOA at 100 metres. Right. Um, well, sub-MOA almost out to three, well, pretty much 300 metres. So for a 22 you know, double your price of the ammo. Does it halve your group size? Probably not. When you're already when it's going like that. No. So we did extensive testing over the chronograph to see, you know, what it liked, and basically we narrowed it down to two, which was the Ely match and the RWS special match, and they both had a um, extreme spread of about twenty and an SD of four or five, I think, and shot sub moa at 100 but the rws fed just that little bit better uh, through my gun yeah um so of course we've gone with that that's good to know but supply of obviously yeah consistent supply of it is probably the issue with some of the other ammo i mean i got some lapur 
ammo and I don't think I've been able to find any other any more of it for ages so yeah anyway like we we got what we could of the RWS special yeah. Um, yeah. we found 2000 we, we got all of it um, knowing that that's probably the only bit we'll see for a fair while um, we've since that match found a supply of RWS R50 which is supposed to be very good also so we're going to try that and we just need something else to transition to once we inevitably yeah. run out of this stuff that we're using at the moment um, yeah, because all very well having the best thing that shoots the best through your gun, but if you can't get it, you you can't get it. No, that's it. So you got to basically go with what you can get. And, yeah. What uh, what do you use, Mark? <laughs> Apart from your st- stupid like stingers and. Uh, that was Velocitor. So yeah, as I said, it's yeah. the slowest. It was coming out at the end of the barrel was 1270 and the fastest was 1370 feet per second so that's a wee bit oh, of nice. extreme spread um, I think that's why my um, my lunar limits rack's a bit bent because it's been at your house for the last year <laughs> so then just the um, regular CCI subs I've been trying that out and actually on the chronograph it was only 10 feet per second extreme spread so I'm going to have to test a bit more but it seemed real very yeah it was bugger all in it and that was that was um a couple of 10 round strings and stuff so um i might have got a good batch i don't know because sometimes that stuff's not that good so yeah i'd say it's yeah so i i I was running the for a long time the um the sk pistol match ammo yeah Uh, excellent same thing extremely consistent on the lab radar and then and i i had say 1500 rounds out of one batch and then i (laughs) It's impossible to get at the moment. I managed to secure 500 rounds. A, fr- a, f- a friend's wife had won it at a pistol match. Funny. A pistol shooting match. She'd won a box of pistol match. Anyway, um, I so I got that off her, and uh, that that next batch had 100 feet per second variance in it. Um, I was quite shocked, you know. Just didn't gun didn't like that batch, and it didn't work for me. So. Uh, and that was a day before a competition, so I had to revert to using. I think. You know, I'm using CCI Green Tag. So for those of you who don't know what that is, that's just CCI standard built on better tooling with better, a little bit better QC. And when I say better tooling, I believe it's just fresh tooling. Yeah, it is. Um, they basically just test it and anything that passes gets tagged, hence why it's called yep. Green Tag. Yep, and, and it works good. Um, again, probably wouldn't actually fit in Anthony's chamber on his Voodoo because it'll have a match chamber, so it'll be out of spec for him, but... Uh, good enough um, out of the Tiku and the Lithgow. Um, but then recently, due to, again, uh, sh- shortages, so I've been running the Ely Black, which I managed to just get a bit more of today. Not a lot, but enough. Uh, yeah, because CCI standards not really... I can't find it's it. It's okay. It's, yeah. Yeah, but you can't get it. No. Which is unfortunate, because I had to supply about 250 rounds to people on the weekend out of my supply. But anyway, um, and what else have I been running? A bit of the... Um, bit more sk if i can find out different types but again at the moment as anthony said you've got to um get so much of 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 whatever and if your gun likes it and then plan for later on in the year when you're not going to be able to get it and you've got to try other things and yeah um what's acceptable and what's not and and then again 22 is so batch specific it's flipping bizarre you know how batch specific the accuracy can be so worth considering 
Oh, I believe if you live in America or Canada and you buy or order a Voodoo, you can actually have an option to send it to Lapua to their factory and they will batch test the Centerex to your gun <laughs> and match a batch of ammo to your gun and then offer you a supply of basically however many you want, if it's, assuming it's available, you know, when you're doing this. Mm. Yep. And their test shooters will shoot every batch they have available, um, 100 rounds through each, and say, yep, this one shoots quarter inch at 50 with an AES of 10 or whatever. Um, this is what you want. How many rounds do you want? 1,000, 5,000, 10,000, etc. So some, yeah, and the variances between batches, as you say, is huge. Some guns, you know, really love it. Some guns hate it. So what so, you're saying is they, they test out a, a batch that they're running, and then if you say I'll have to take ten thousand, they'll just run it. So you're basically getting ten thousand rounds from that manufacturing point right there for that. They have yeah. in their warehouse multiple different batches oh, on stock, okay. obviously right, at right, the yeah, factory. Yeah, yeah. So they they might have ten or twelve or fifteen different batches sitting there in numerous amounts, and they'll run all of them, hundred of all of them, through your gun. Ah, right. And see which one shoots the best yep. and then they will offer you x amount of rounds from that batch man that's going to some length and, and the funny thing is a lot of guys are doing this they're buying voodoos and they're shooting nrl 22 which for the most part is no more than 100 meters so so they're, they're actually spending a fortune on getting their, their guns batch tested and etc etc and, and they're still not shooting that smaller targets inside 100 meters so Again, it's uh, whether it needs to be done for some shooters. I don't think so. Maybe a bit more practice would be beneficial. But definitely for those guys pushing out past 300 meters, <clears throat> that's when 22 ammo becomes rather um, yeah yeah important. Extreme spreads, you know, because you're just going to get huge variations in um, elevation change between uh, one shot to the next or one batch to the next. So. It's a rather hear some people run magneto speeds during competition. So if yep. you if you so miss, what they'll do is they run it. so if you miss, you can say, "Oh, that bullet was twenty feet per second slower." Hence, why that's why, it, you know. So I'll just aim at the same point again because I know that on average, yeah, da, 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 da. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because as in, what we'd normally do is um, usually for us in our competitions, it's usually a, a actual fundamental issue with your building a position that puts you high or low, um, and we we blame it on ammo or we blame it on dope, but um. But yeah, and we'll normally correct by holding holding high or low. Um, but yeah, those guys at that extreme long range stuff, like you say, they'll um, instead of re-aiming the the rifle at a different point of impact or dialing more, they'll just send another one unless it was a wind issue. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is. You're going to attach one to your King of two miles is king of two miles is running in the states at the moment, and a lot of those guys run magneto speeds permanently on their guns so yeah yeah it's like a right, well, you've just said yep on a frame they'll, they'll, on see, a frame it, they'll see a miss yeah. yes yes completely sort of set or, or all of it has to be off the ground yeah um at those competitions you can't have anything sitting on the ground so it's going to be attached to the rifle in some way but yeah if they go high or low randomly you know they'll look at that first and be like yep i was five feet per second faster or slower that's what's happened we we don't need to adjust, you know. It's just another yeah. tool to. That's amazing. Their, yeah, at that distance, their accuracy is so on point. You know, any small variation like that is going to have a measurable effect. So instead of guessing, they just have it. That's right. Right so in front of them. It's there. 
So, oh yeah, that RAM was 10 feet per second or whatever. Different. So, interesting. Alright. Well, that's what we're going to have to do then. You're going to put a magneto speed on you, Chris, and keep running the Velocitor. <laughs> oh, that's why I missed. No, I'm not. No, I think I've got many other things to focus on before I have to go that, that, yes, that true. degree. True. So. Yeah. So that, that puts us over an hour anyway, yeah. guys. Um, but again, bit of just a bit of, bit of talking to much mates about the competition. But um, yeah, we will for guys uh, North Island um, based. I don't imagine many will trip up to the, from South for a two two match. But um, yeah, we will hold another one soon ish. And um, it is a good, cool match. And again, we'll sort of make it more accommodating to those um, more basic pest control type setups and i might make the long range stage if i'm going to do that i'm going to make the long range stage really hard for the open class then um which will be awesome anyway so we have a few things coming up we've got simon's Torada match in about six weeks anthony's off down south for boundary creek and section 22 good luck with that this weekend good luck you should uh we want to see you guys bring home the the medals again um we'll be trying our best you're pretty well practiced for the 22 uh, at quite a difficult shoot, so you should be uh, you should be in with a chance, I imagine. Um, Hope, hopefully, unfortunately, I've been <laughs> gunless all week. I've left my uh, left my rifles with Ian to take down there, so I've been sitting at home twiddling my thumbs for the week with no trigger time, which hopefully doesn't hinder me too much. But we'll see. Dry firing in your mind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, and then we have, yeah, like I said, Trader's coming up. Um, there's a Tokoroa 22 match, which I imagine all of us will be at. There's also a Rotorua match that me and Mark may head along to. Are you heading to that, Anthony? The Rotorua Central North Island Gun Club's doing a little mini PRS match? Yes, that reminds me. I've got to try and get an entry in, which I've apparently already open. But yeah, I'll be definitely trying to get along to that if I can get an entry in. We will be trying also. We are not committed yet, but we'll be trying. Um, and then... Yeah, again, Tokoroa's not long after those. And then there is some talk of a match in December. Uh, that's to be announced. And then we'll head into the new year with a few matches. So plenty coming up. you got to come and help yeah. with docking too, Graham. I've got Friday off. Are we docking on Friday? We could do that. Oh, God, why did I say that? Wait, no, this, if you want help. It's not this week. It's not for a couple of weeks. Oh, so I think we'll do like a one mile and one K test shoot as well. I'll see you trying to entice me to come up. Yeah, exactly. Do you just Do you just ring the sheep or do you burn it off? Uh, I'm going to ring them this year. Oh, I can come out with that. The burning off things are um, probably... That's fucking gross. That's be... so gross. All right, Tony. Oh, it's all right. It's all right, <laughs> so, It smells so bad. Oh, it smells good. You get very hungry by the end of the day. No, you don't. Anyway, um, we'll, we'll keep that for our farming-based podcast yes, that true. we do for the... Um, um, if, precision if, there's mile, if there's some mile shooting up for grabs, I'll be over to give you a hand docking as well, Mark. Righto. Look at that. Look at that. Well, shouldn't we go to Anthony's place well, rather than Bertil's go to Mark's? diesel digging massive backdrops for the targets, so we might as well start using them. So. <laughs> all right, we're all going docking. Um, anyone want to volunteer? Get in touch. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, so yeah, there's plenty coming up. Uh, any last thoughts from you two gentlemen? No, all good. No, great shoot on the that. weekend, Graham. So, yeah, really no, good. Thank you. We had we had good feedback, which is nice. We you know a bit of effort in, so it's nice. Um, next, I believe we might have Jeff from the Gun Rack back on soon. Maybe next podcast, we're going to talk about 
level four and Modern three six and millimeter cartridges. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whether he's um, gone mad and left his wife yet. Um, no, Jeff will be listening to this. Um, but no, we're going to probably talk about six mil cartridges. Uh, just some of the you know the more gamer cartridges you're seeing now, GT, um, uh, um, XC, and all those sorts of things. Possibly. Don't lock that in, but it may be happening. Uh, Jeff, this may be news to you when you're listening now, so get uh, researching. Anyway, thank you for listening to episode 25 of the podcast. Uh, We'll see you all again in a couple of weeks. Stay safe.